Hey everybody, welcome. Sounds like my mic works. Come on in. Folks out in the hall, if you want to come out on in, we're getting started. Thank you. Well, that's a good quieting down timing. Hey everybody, welcome. Um, it's nice to see you. My name is Marvin Ventrell. I'm, I'm the executive director of the National Association of Addiction Treatment Providers. And it's my pleasure to see all of you and to welcome you to our 38th annual National Addiction Leadership Conference. Um, it's opening night uh, for us. It's opening night for us because it's the first night of the conference, but it's a, it's a pretty big night for those of us who have been working internally at NAATP for the last 12 months. NAATP is an, an organization that has been around for 38 years, has influenced our work and our politicians and our society in a tremendous way. It's a tremendous honor to be given the opportunity to direct this association. I'm humbled by it. I was humbled by it when I started a year ago. Um, I have a great respect for the 38 years of work that have gone into getting us to this point. And um, it's been a very interesting year for me. I am a lawyer by training originally. I, um, sorry, yeah. Um, I wasn't looking for, a, wasn't looking for applause. Um, um, and, um, and then I found my way into association management and I directed a national organization of advocates for children and families in crisis for 15 years. And I really found my calling, I think, in terms of, of being useful at, at some job um, at that. And, and the model of running that organization, it, it was called, it is called the National Association of Counsel for Children. Lawyers, physicians, caseworkers, a multidisciplinary group of people who come together to form a professional society to work together, to improve their work together, and to impact a population in crisis. Sound familiar? Yeah. And so, um, a little over a year ago when Dot Dorman, the CEO of, I'm on, get emotional. A little over a year ago when Dot Dorman, the CEO of Harmony Foundation, for whom I, I was honored to work, said, as I was contemplating doing something different, she really wasn't trying to get rid of me, were you, Dot? <laughs> um, said, you know, they're transitioning at NAATP, and I don't know. And I was like, wow, I knew it. I knew that was right, you know? And so I knew some folks there and we began the process and I went through an interview process and I took this job a year ago. And, and many of you were there and I met you and I, um, I was nervous, you know. Um, I've been in this business about 10 years, but, but not 30, uh, like many of you. I don't know everybody. Um, I think I carry the passion and some understanding but it was difficult to come into this new population and, and I wanted to do a really good job and I was charged with respecting the past but creating a new NAATP, right? To say things have gotten a little tired, um, we've made a couple of missteps as a society, as a professional society and we need to renew ourselves. And so for the past year I've been given the honor of, of attempting to renew the National Association of Addiction Treatment Providers. And um, this is opening night because it's the opening night of the conference, but it's opening night because we are coming out to you with what I truly believe is a refreshed, important, powerful organization that will speak for this profession, that will influence our politicians, that will influence the public, that will provide you with the resources you need to do your jobs, 
and to do that at a really scary time. I think it's a scary time, right? People, here's a, here's a new concept, everybody. Uh, let's synthesize science and spirituality. We've never thought of that before. That's brilliant, Marvin. Let's make that the theme of the conference. You know, that could have been the theme of the conference 38 years ago. But you know what? It's a legitimate theme. It's still a legitimate theme. I see myself in so you know, I, 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 I have so much respect for the spiritual community. I am in recovery. That is my path to recovery. I have great respect for science. I worked for in a physician hospital environment most of my career, and I love science. I love the saying, science is how God thinks. I really think that's a powerful way to think about all of this. Um, so you, Neil? Um, um, and so when, we come, when, when our team came together to form a, a theme for this year's conference, that's the concept that we thought of, was synthesizing those things, because they're still not synthesized. I am a big fan of the United States government's work in many ways. What NIDA has done, what SAMHSA has done is powerful. But when I hear messages about medically assisted treatment that don't include a holistic opportunity for a person's life to change, that falls short for me. When I'm in a 12-step room and I hear people criticize treatment and science as somehow godless or, 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 or missing the mark, that's wrong. That hurts me, right? I, I feel like a man without a country sometimes. Where do, where do you belong? Would you scientists please understand what really goes on in the 12-step community? What really happens when people experience spiritual change? You don't know what you're criticizing, right? You don't know what you don't know. Um, would those of us who belong to a spiritual community that has as its grounding the notion that we are non-judgmental and we believe in everyone's individual path to recovery stop judging people who don't do it your way? Shame on you. Shame on us for doing that. This has to stop, folks. And so I think that's the evolution of our, of our program at, at 38 years. I, that's what we're going to talk about this weekend. That's what we're going to come together as a professional society and look at each other in the eyes and say, here's what's good about my program. Here's what's not good about my program. And I don't understand it when you say this. What, is that, what does that mean? Um, I think that compromise has been lost in our political environment. Our government is essentially shut down because we don't compromise, because we are fundamentalist in our approach to problem solving. And we can't do that. Certainly we leaders, we executives of treatment programs can't do that. And so this is a new NAATP. It's a new brand. Do you like the brand? Thank you. Good. <laughs> and, and I think and I hope that my team brings a new passion and energy to this. Um, that's what we intend to do. We've been working really hard for a year to do that. And so this is our, our coming out to you, if you will, and we're really excited. I was nervous. I've been standing up in front of people for 30 years and talking, and I don't generally get too nervous. But I was really, I was kind of nervous. In fact, I'm not saying anything that I thought I was going to say. <laughs> um, I was actually going to talk about the, the golf tournament, but... Um, by the way, we had a wonderful golf tournament today and raised over $3,000 for our political action committee. So 
we're going to go to dinner, most of us, many of us, in about 45 minutes. The buses will load outside. What I'd like to do for the next bit is talk to you a little bit about what NAATP is up to, what it means for you as members of our professional society, what a professional society is as, at its core, and, 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 and why we're here together. There are lots of conferences in our business. They've been growing by leaps and bounds, right? And many of them are wonderful, and, and we should go, and we should share, and we should collaborate. But I want this place, I want this place to be a bit different. I want this place to not be about selling each other stuff. Um, thank you, sponsors, for sponsoring. You know, we have 108 sponsors who paid quite a bit of money uh, to come here and support this, and we are very grateful, and I'm, I'm not confused about that. I love having them here. Our, uh, you, you need to talk to each other about your services. But I don't want that to be why we're here, right? About, uh, I, want, I don't want deal-making to be about why we're here. I would like uh, collaboration about big picture, big ideas to be... Um, to be why we're here. And we'll also do those things. You know, um, well, thank you very much. Um, so, um, somebody lean on the wall. You're kind of embarrassed, aren't you? <laughs> so, let's talk a little bit about what this organization is up to. I want to introduce some people that, that make all of this possible and, and, and thank them. And, um, and, and talk about a few more ideas. That's the conference program. Um, it'll be your little guide, your little Bible for, um, for the rest of the, of the session. And tomorrow we sort of begin the program, the substantive portion of the program in earnest. And so that's what that looks like. And, uh, and it's, a care, it's, it's consistent with our brand. It's brand consistent, isn't it, Kelly? But I want to talk about our, what we are a little bit here and, and then ask, you a question. So what is NAATP? It's a professional society of addiction service peers, right? We, we say it lots of different ways, but that's what it is. It's a professional society of addiction service peers. We are peers who come together in a society, right? Uh, to live together, as it were, to, to be together in a, in, a, in a sort of a petri dish that makes us a society. We're united by some very fundamental principles of service and care for others. Um, and of providing life-saving addiction care. That's a pretty unifying theme, and that makes us a society. Let's read the mission. The mission hasn't changed much in many years. We did a rebranding, we did a, re, we did a new strategic plan, um, a couple of words are tweaked, but the mission has been solid and, and remains solid. The mission of NAATP is to provide leadership, advocacy, training, and member support services to ensure the availability and highest quality of addiction treatment. That's a good mission statement. I like it. I think it's very accurate, and I want to fulfill it. And, and that didn't get changed. You know, my new team was handed a job to do, this refreshing job, but a lot of what we did, honestly, to the extent that we've succeeded and things are refreshed, is show up and do our job because the core was there. The core is, the core is there. All the work that's been done for all these years um, was in place for us. So think of, our, think of things in terms of leadership, influencing the thought process, that's what leadership really is. We, over, we hear this word thought leaders and it gets, you know, you, things become 
sort of rote or, or even meaningless, but thought leaders is a powerful term. That's what we, that's what we are here to do together is be thought leaders and, and, and it trickles down, it influences everything. Um, and there's lots of ways in which we do that. One of the most important ways in which we do that is a little bit intangible, intangible but it's why we're here and it is convening. The, the principle of convening is, is, a, is a spiritual principle. It's a scientific principle. Convening, coming together, being part of a whole in order to share and learn and grow is an important component. And, and, and NAATP has the honor and ability to convene us. And so we will continue to do that. This is the major convening annually, but we're going to do more. Um, and so that's, that's, that's a piece. How many of you are NAA, or your organization are NAATP members? Could you raise your hand? Okay. Well, the rest of you, would you please join? Um, uh, talk to if you if you are new. How many of you are at your first NAATP meeting or conference? Yeah, something brought you here. Thank you. Welcome. It could be the beach and the weather and and Southern Florida that brought you here. I'm sure that was part of it, but. Um, but hopefully you are also drawn here to find out about what we have to offer, and I would say you're going to learn that because we have a lot to offer. But it's, it's a reciprocal arrangement. A good membership society is a reciprocal arrangement. You contribute by saying, here's what we're doing, here's what I would like to see done, here's what I'm willing to do for the society, right? By the way, when you make a suggestion for a new program for me, I'll be very interested in it, I will ask you to head it up. Uh, so. Um, just so you know. So, so it's a reciprocal arrangement, and, and we have this give and take, and that's what a professional society does. It's been a year of tremendous change. We moved from Florida to Denver, Colorado. This is a picture of the new staff at the new office in the Chancery Building in downtown Denver. Uh, we hope that you come and visit us. You're welcome anytime to come by. If you ha find yourself in Colorado on July the 13th, we're having an open house. You could even make a special trip. We'd love to have you. Um, so that's the group, and I want to introduce them to you right now. And ladies, at least, um, yeah, uh, would, you, would you stand? So I want to start with, uh, in the striped dress, Tiffany Rohde. Tiffany, can you give a wave? She came to us very recently. Um, was there going to be applause for Tiffany? Because that would be fine. <laughs> um, Tiffany does everything. Tiffany's uh, title is Program Coordinator because we thought that it sounded really cool. She, uh, Tiffany is probably the person that you will first have contact with when you call the office. She's the primary phone answerer. She directs, she triages things to where it needs to go. And she works really hard and she's remarkable. Thank you, Tiffany. Jessica Swan, applause for Miss Jessica Swan, is absolutely one of my favorite people. And um, she, is, she was brought in to run our outcomes project. So there's branding and there's image going on, but there's a lot of meat behind all of this too. And Jessica is a, is a trained uh, trainer and educator and addiction professional. She's been a counselor in, at Cedar at University Hospital, at Harmony, in Estes Park. She's done family, she's done women, she's done men. She wrote the curriculum for the young adult program. 
gosh, it goes on and on. So she has this marvelous perspective about how the whole process works and then see and, and, and uh, continuing care. And so she was brought in, she has social science training, and so she was brought in to run our outcomes project, which is well underway. We're going to talk more about that later. It has nine pilot sites, and we're going to measure outcomes for folks leaving, leaving care in an extensive uh, way that has not been done. And, and Jessica heads that up. She also will be doing our, our, uh, our reinvigorated salary survey. You all asked for that. We're going to provide that again this fall. Please participate. When you see the, uh, the request go out for data um, on, on uh, employment within your centers, please complete that. Jessica's going to run all of that. And like everybody at our office, you know, we're a small team and, and we all do everything, you know, whatever needs to be done. And Jessica's very generous with doing whatever needs to be done. Um, Mark Dunn. Mark, are you here? Mark is in the back. If you, uh, He just waved at us. Um, Mark Dunn is our federal policy representative in Washington, D.C., and it is a busy time in Washington, D.C., isn't it, Mark? You know, um, the, the uh, 18 bills passed uh, uh, the House uh, day before yesterday, and now we'll begin the, pro the complex process of being reconciled with the Comprehensive Addiction and Recovery Act from the Senate, and Mark is integrally involved in all of that, and a, pol a policy advocacy is one of our major purposes. If we don't impact and affect federal policy, um, yeah, we're not doing our job. So we, be, we become more and more active in that all the time, and, and Mark's our man on the ground in Washington. The last person I want to uh, introduce to you is Katie Strand. Um, uh, <laughs> Katie Strand is our Director of Operations, and she has made um, our success possible. You know, she's that good. She works harder than I do, and um, that kind of upsets me. Um, <laughs> uh, I have to call her sometimes at night and tell her to stop working. Um, it's been a, she's, I, be, I think she's tired. I think that, I think she, that she needs a break. She's done the vast majority of work on this conference. She, we worked together when I was a lawyer trainer for the National Institute for Trial Advocacy, and she did similar work there, and I poached her, and they're very angry at me, but I'm very happy that she's with us. She's only been with us since September, and she's just been fabulous, and I think that you've all sort of gotten to know how good she is, and, and Katie knows how grateful I am to her, and that this, we just wouldn't even be close to the work we've done without Katie, so you're great. Um, thanks. Small but mighty is what I think of as our team. Um, this was this is what we do on the on the NAATP board of directors. <laughs> That's our group at dinner last night after a, a full day board meeting. Our board of directors is comprised of 25 program executives who volunteer their time and talent and treasure to run this organization. They are my bosses. They have the authority to hire and fire me, and they hired me. So far, so good. Um, and um, they oversee the organization's fiscal uh, responsibilities and, and oversee my work and evaluate me and um, let me do my job. They empower me to do my job. They're, I've worked for a lot of board of directors. These, these are good people. Um, I'm very honored to work, to work for them. Um, they represent 
25 treatment programs across the country, very important, uh, valuable, influential treatment programs, leader treatment programs in, in 17 states, and, and they represent a variety of types of treatment programs, and I'm pleased to, to work for them. I'm going to ask all of them who are in the room tonight to please stand up, because I want to specifically recognize them, not because I care about them, and stay standing, please. But, no, st um, because I want you to bother them. I want you to go up to them. I really, really want you to go up to them and grab them and talk to them about what the heck this association is doing, what service on the board is like, how, they, how you might can get on a committee, uh, what's good about what we're doing and what's not good about we're, what we're doing. And I want to tell you real quickly who they are, and I'll start with Ray Tomasi, CEO of Gosnold on Cape Cod in Cape Cod. Ray, thank you. Carl Kester is our board chair. Uh, Carl is, uh, is the uh, chief executive at Lakeside Milam in the state of Washington. Thank you, Carl. <laughs> Paul Bacharach, the CEO of Gateway, just joined our board this week. Welcome, Paul. Mr. Pat George, CEO of Valley Hope in Kansas, um, succeeds his predecessor, Ken Gregoire, who many of you have known for many years. Thank you, Pat. <laughs> Debbie Sanford, CEO of Pine Grove in Mississippi, the great state of Mississippi. Thank you. <laughs> Jay Crossan just joined our board from Nashville, Tennessee, Cumberland Heights. <laughs> Nanette Zumwalt, hired power in the great state of California. Thank you, Nanette. Nan. Um, Becky Flood, the CEO of New Directions for Women in Southern California. <laughs> Kathy Palm, the chief executive at Tully Hill in uh, or near Syracuse, New York. <laughs> Art Vandeveer, uh, chair of the Ethics Committee. Uh, we thought that was an important thing to work on these days. And CEO or, or executive director of LAHA, La Hacienda in Hunt, Texas. Many of you know Ed Deal, the young, never aging Ed Deal from Seabrook House in New Jersey. He's been around for a couple of years. <laughs> Phil Eaton, CEO of Rosecrans in, uh, in Illinois. Um, I have to say it's impressive that Rosecrans just celebrated 100 years as, a, as an institution. Paul Hackman, CEO of Pavilion in North Carolina. Thank you, Paul. Um, I'll come back to that guy. Uh, John Driscoll, uh, vice, one of the vice presidents of Hazel and Betty Ford, uh, located at the Center City campus where I spent some of my formative days. Thank you, John. And I'm just, I, I see you back there, Gary, but I just want to make sure um, that I haven't missed somebody because, oh, Dave Rotenberg from Karen, is it? Is it Karen Foundation? Karen Treatment Centers. 
Dave just joined our board. Uh, welcome, Dave. And uh, Tanmaster Hamilton, also known as Gary Fisher, from Cirque, back there in the corner. Thank you, guys, it's a, and ladies. It's, a, it's an honor to work for you most of the time. That's our new brand. Uh, this is the primary sort of iteration of our brand. It, it, it's, it, with its tagline, Voice, Vision, Leadership, it is a logo, it's a design. It represents something, though. It, rep it represents our re-energized association, and it's the product of quite a bit of work. It's certainly the product of, of professional design work, but it's also the product of, of a great deal of research and analysis. Um, many of you were randomly contacted to get your opinions on how we're doing and, and, and what you think we should be. And our branding firm did a marvelous job. Um, we, we hired DR Creative. Um, yay, DR. Um, design Room Creative from, Cleve, the, from Cleveland, Ohio. And um, we worked with them over a period of many months. They, they won a competitive bidding process, and we never regretted it for a minute. They were wonderful to work with. They did great work, and they provided great insight. Our strategic planning was going on at the same time the rebranding was going on, and those two, pro those two projects talked to each other and informed us very nicely. And I'm thankful to them, and I want to introduce to you the president of Design Room Creative from Cleveland, Kelly Farrell, right here. Do you guys have a booth upstairs? Do you want people to stop by? <laughs> um, thank you. So this is the brand and you see in its various iterations. And then here's the uh, horizontal version. And then there's the little... Um, I don't know, just, just acronym, I guess. And Kelly has informed me that I'm not to use just the acronym yet because people don't recognize the acronym. And I'm scared to do it wrong. I'm scared that my branding people will yell at me if I do a wrong thing. So I'm not, so it's just there as an example. That, as I said, informed our strategic plan. So we've drafted a new three-year strategic plan that guides our work um, from uh, this year for the next two. And I commend it to you. I want you to look at it. I know it doesn't sound very exciting, but I think it does more than simply say, here are the tasks that the National Association is going to work on. It describes why we're going to work on them. It describes the history of our organization as it paralleled the growth of our work, of our industry, of, of, of addiction service. And it also provides, it provides a history much of which was taken from William White, who generously donated uh, through Russ Hagen as well, his, his colleague, um, time to write a history for us a few years ago. So we had a tremendous, thoughtful scholar working on this, um, working on our history. We've pulled from that. We also created an environmental scan that t attempts to describe what's really going on. If we don't know the, the situation in which we find ourselves, and we don't know from whence we came, we're not going to make good decisions going forward. And so that's the purpose of that. I think there's, I think the plan is valuable in many respects, but certainly by, in terms of giving that history. Um, on the NAATP tables upstairs, take one tables, are copies of the strategic plan. Of course, it's also online. And I'd love it if you picked one up and, and actually took a look at it. Um, those are the contents of it. I'm going to spend the next 45 minutes describing the contents of it. I'm not going to do that. So, but that's not all. There's more. Um, 
we launched a new website a week ago. Crazy idea. Launch a new website a week before the national conference and a new um, client management system database within that that allows you to access your information, change your information, share it with others. So it's working pretty well. Um, there are a few bugs. It's a, it's a major redesign and a, an entirely new uh, production. We're very proud of it. We used Upleaf um, out, of, uh, out of Denver who specializes in nonprofit sites that also include a client management system as part of that. We're working out the bugs. One of the things that we really want to say to the public is there are lots of places you can find a treatment program. You can pay uh, a site. Treatment providers, there are lots of places you can, you can advertise your services. You can pay to do that. Um, but there's something special about being in the NAATP AID, uh, Addiction Industry Directory. It is a place where the Professional Society of Addiction Providers houses their members. And that's where you want to go. That's, that's how we want folks to think of it. And there are about 600 of our campuses in there right now. Um, and so, you know, look at, you're going to be able to go into your listing and make it look the way you want it to look, provide the information you want it to provide. If you are an accredited provider, JCO, CARF, or another recognized body, that will be indicated. We want to move this field toward accreditation as much as possible. And so that's, that's a piece that you're going to really want to focus on uh, as, as members. You'll have the ability to sign, to log in. All of your staff, once you are an institutional member, all of your staff can log into the member portion. They don't, they don't have to have multiple memberships. Only one administrator, am I right, Katie? Throw some at me, she's nodding yes, are, is entitled to make the alterations. But um, everybody can, can open up the member section. So the public will see one website. You all, through your membership, will see another that has more depth, more resources, more compatibility, more ability to convene online with each other. So we're very excited about the website. We think it visually is beautiful. Um, it's got a lot of depth. It's a big site. And um, you're all receiving, if you haven't already, you'll receive soon the new logo in a, in a proper file so that you can load it on your own materials. We really want you to do that. We want you to say it means something for us to be a member of this society and we put it on our site. And, um, and most of you do. Most of you have put the, the, uh, the former logo on there, so we're going to get you the new one. So play with the site. Um, let us know if there's a problem. Maybe wait a week. Um, we're still working out a few bugs, but we think that it's fabulous. We're very proud of it, and Katie did the lion's share of work on that, too. So um, it was a big deal. You know, it's not uncommon to take six months to a year to produce an entirely new site, especially if it has a database function like this, and we did it in four months, less than four months. These guys worked really hard. So that's something we're very proud of. We also published the first issue of our new newsletter, Addiction Leader, last week. And it is available online to everyone right now. It's going to be a member benefit going only going forward. Um, so it's online. You can pull it from the site. That's the cover. And uh, we made hard copies. We printed hard copies for this conference, and they're upstairs on the table. And um, please take one before they're all gone. Go up and get a mug, too. We think the mugs are really cool. Drink some coffee. Stay awake. It'll be great. Um, and then show us your mug. 
So um, I know Valley Hope and others have a tradition of lots of mugs on the wall, and we wanted to start that as kind of a fun project at um, at NAATP in Denver as well. The mall, the the wall mug is growing. Um, I've been hanging around marketers a lot, so I thought it was really clever to to say, "Show us your mug," right, Kelly? Is that clever? Would you hire me? <laughs> So send us your mug, and it'll go on the wall, and it's really cool to see all of those. Um, gosh, uh, we have a few minutes until the buses load. Um, I guess I just want to uh, ask Carl, have I forgotten anything? Um, great. Well, thank you for being here. Um, it's a pleasure to get started like this. I look forward to meeting and talking to many of you. And um, Becky's making a hand motion at me. Nope, now she's shaking me off like a catcher. That's it for tonight. The buses load in 15 minutes out front. Welcome. Let's have fun.